Monday matinees begin right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Monday matinees begin right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Strong themes. And coarse language may apply. Damn it. Audio drama in the age of Arthur. TheTableRound.com The Immortal Legends of the Table Round How Gawain Came to the Green Chapel One year ago, at the Yule Feast in Camelot, a mysterious green knight burst through the door and challenged the knights to play his deadly game. Sir Gawain accepted and beheaded the green knight, who promptly rose, picked up his own severed head and ordered Gawain to seek him out in one year at the mysterious green chapel, and then the green knight would deliver a blow of his own. Must you whistle, Malduit? Pardon, sire. We can trudge through this muddy wood in stoic silence if you wish. Perhaps my whistling is frightening away the green chapel, and that is why we have yet to find it. <sighs> fool. And why shouldn't a fool of a knight on a fool's head end up a fool for a squire? Well, you didn't have to have a fool along. You said it would be dishonorable to bring another knight with you. You turned down Lancelot's offer. You rejected your brother, Agravain. Nay, you said to Bedivere. Nay, nay, said you to Griplet. No, thank you, was said by you to Sir Kay. Yeah, I remember that, all right, yeah. As if a knight could protect you from the Green Knight. Did I not see his head fall from his body? And yet he walked. But if he should cut off your head, who will set it on your shoulders again? Be quiet. Do you hear that singing? It's lovely. I have not lived in vain. All is not lost like golden grain. Stored in the past, my deeds and days. Live in your lives and live. Hey, look, it's coming from that keep over there. I can see the glow of the fire through the rain. Flowers and autumn's yield. Behold the green and goodly spring, the old must go, the new year bring. Grass to the fields, leaf to the tree, and what has been again shall be. What luck to find this fine place on Christmas. I would be content to tarry here until the next Christmas tide. Hello, brother. <coughs> um, why do you call me brother, Knave? Brothers, 
because we both must scrub our master's pots and pans. Pans? This is Sir Gawain's great helm. He went to speak with your master. Great helm? I guess I could put a pot on my head and be a finer knight as your master. Bye. You are but a kitchen scullion. (laughs) And smell of grease and yeast. Sigh. No need to turn your nose at me. Cruel nature's done it for you. (gasps) Silence, you naughty knave. Or what? Will you duel me? I shall put this pot on my head. See? Now, with this soup ladle, I declare myself a knight. And order you, squire, to polish my pans. Oh, I will teach you a lesson with this polishing brush. Uh, Ow. Oh. Your uh-huh. soup ladle oh. Ow. Ow. is Ow. no oh. fit weapon. Fit enough for you, oh. <laughs> you Ow. bloody marlin. How dare you, you. What folly is this? Back to the kitchen with you. Uh. <clears throat> Aye, master. Maldwit, your cap and bells fit you better than a warrior's helm. Take that off. Your neck is like a woman's. It might snap. <laughs> Sir Gawain, I think that I shall be held in high regard since you have been my guest. It shall please me to have you as long as you wish. Nay, Baron Beltillac. I thank you for the shelter, but I must soon depart. Now, have you ever heard of the Green Chapel? Or of the green knight that keeps it. Now, you must stay, for the green chapel is but two miles hence. You can take your ease and still be at that wicked place by mid-morning. Dwell here till New Year's Day, then rise and set forth. Then my quest is achieved. Ha! You have travelled from far. Abide in your chamber tomorrow, and I will rise early and go forth to hunt. Thank you, Baron. Gawain, we will make a covenant. Whatsoever I win in the wood shall be yours, and whatsoever you gain shall be mine. Let us swear, friend, to make this exchange. I grant you your will, Baron Bertillac. Who approaches? Gawain and Prince of Orkney, I would speak with thee. <sighs> I... please speak. Sir Gawain, I am Howell, Duke of Wirral, and Lord of many hundreds. With me are many noble knights, and we seek to throw off the yoke of Arthur Pendragon. Why should Uther's son, if the bastard even is Uther's son, be Lord of Orkney and Lothian? We have men... We have arms, we have treasure. We need but the leader of the blood royal. What are you asking me, sir? Come, be our captain. Speak but the word, and on every peak from Salden to Skiddaw, the beacon fires shall flare, and men will chant your name, King. I bring you this gift. Take this bejeweled sword, and in your hand, lead us in uprising, and it shall become your scepter of kingship. 
You would have me a traitor to my uncle. False to Arthur. False to my king? How dare you! What enemy told you that Gawain would lend his ear to such a foul scheme? Tell me his name, and I'll slit his lying tongue in half. Lord Gawain, I... I... Flee then! And tell any rebels that brothers of the Table Round hold themselves in sacred covenant. True to ourselves, true to each other, and true to our king! I bring you a bit of victuals, Gawain. A bit of cheese and game pie. Perchance the night was long and wakeful. As I lay at the threshold, I heard you toss and groan. Where did that man go? The one who just ran out? What man? No one has come or gone all morning. Baron Bertilak took to the hunt, and I think we are alone in the keep. Was it a dream? But this blade, the... the bejeweled sword is real. These are some strange doings. Bertilak and his men are out on the hunt. Imagine it. The trackers uncouple the hounds. The forest rings with horns. The deer driven on the hills and harassed at the waters. So well do the men know their work, and the greyhounds are so swift that they run the deer down as fast as the hunters can slay them. I never fancied the hunt. Give me battle or tournament light, where the men joust with men on equal terms. But these beasts are hunted, helpless. I'd rather be a true knight than a mighty hunter. That is why all men, and not all deer, fear the sight of your star shield. It's not a star. Looks like a star. It's a pentacle. Look, these five points in an endless knot of gold, they portray the five wounds of the Christ and the five knightly virtues. Generosity, fellowship, courtesy, charity, and chastity. <laughs> chastity? You? Ugh, shut up. I'm going to search for more wine. Hey, go do that. Oh, try find me an apple. I'm gonna stay here by the fire. It still looks like a star. <laughs> Good morning, Sir Gawain. You are a careless sleeper. Since you are taken unaware, I could bind you here so that you should not escape me. Oh, good morrow, lady. We thought we were alone. Let me um, <clears throat> get up from this couch and uh, go put on a robe. Uh, then we can talk more comfortably. No, you shall not rise. I shall keep the night I have captured. For you are Gawain, whom all the world worships. I am at your service. But, madam, you know a better night than I. The noble baron, your husband, and I am at your service. If you are my servant, why are you so stern and cold towards me? You should stay here and make merry with me. Why go forward on this quest? Why the toil and travail when you may lie here lapped in silks? No, good lady. I must step forth with the morning, for my word is pledged to this quest. Oh, well... Since you will not stay with me, give me some gift, so that I may remember my night and lessen my loneliness. Uh... No, it is more fitting for me to give you a gift. Take this jeweled ring. I have nothing to give and nothing I will take. Is my ring too costly? 
give you my sash as a lesson. <gasps> Do you like it? You've taken off your robe and are wearing nothing. I... I, I Not I, nothing, I... sir. Take a good look. Can't you see the green silk sash tied around my waist? I hope you like it. If you knew the magic that is within, you would value it more highly. Whatsoever knight is belted with this girdle may not be slain by any magic on earth. May not be slain? Take the sash. With my affection, it was mine and thine. No one shall know. And you must as well take this. And I bid you goodbye, young Gawain. Think of me often. Look at all that food! Hail to your safe return, Bertilak. Doubtless you had great success. Look, lad, and count the game of hinds and does, and even the wild boar I slew, to say nothing of the fox whose pelt you will find. For all, according to our covenant, are now yours! <laughs> As you say. But what luck had you? What spoils have you won? See this bejeweled sword? I suppose it's mine now, which means I give it to you. Ooh, it is a fine weapon. Is that all you gained? And, um, and this. I, that was given to me without demand. I freely give it to you. <laughs> a kiss! <laughs> Will you not tell me where you won such prize? No. Telling was not part of our deal. The hour is late. I will go in the morn, and you will give me a guide to show me the way to the green chapel. Oh, that I promise that I will keep. And now, good night. Here we are. The entrance to the green chapel. To tell you the truth, if you follow my counsel, you will fare the better. You would fare the better. The green knight that lives here is a wicked creature and shows no mercy. The man talks sense. For heaven's sake, run! Seek another land, and I will hie me home again. And I will hie as well. And I swear by all the saints that I will never tell anyone you fled for fear. Murantang, good fortune be his who wishes me good. I do trust your word, but I am Gawain. Knight of the Table Round. Oh. Now go back a mile and take with you Maldwit. No. You take with you Maldwit. Fare you well, Gwen. For all the honey and sausage on earth, I would not go with you. Come along, fool. Gwen! So this be the Green Chapel.
Who waits in this place? Now has Gawain come. If any man will have words of him, let him hasten. <laughs> Why the hurry? You shall speedily have what is owed to you. As the covenant between us, have off your helm. Make no more talking than I did then, when thou did take off my head. I shall stand still and say never a word. Do as thou will. Ah! A flinch, Gawain. Did I flinch from thy blow at Camelot? I beg your pardon. I flinched once, but I will no more. Have at thee, then. Stop! No more blows. A stroke for a stroke was our bargain. Calm, lad. No man has done thee wrong. Remember the covenant we made at Arthur's court. I promised thee a blow, and thou have had it. Hold thyself well paid. I gave thee two blows without harm, for you gave me thy gain of the sword and my fair wife's kiss. What? But thou did not give me all your gain. You kept from me the green sash. Therefore, my stroke drew a little blood. A... what? Sir Gawain, thou art as noble a knight that ever trod earth. As a pearl among white peas, so is Gawain among other knights. No. Here. Take this green sash. For fear made me forsake loyalty. I curse this sash. You have tasted the penance of my axe, and I hold thee absolved. And this girdle of green, keep it, Sir Gawain, as token of the adventure of the Green Chapel. I will keep it as a sign of my frailty. When pride uplifts me for my might of arms, the sight of this shall humble my heart. <laughs> and you cannot tell me more? That... Will I do truly? I am called the Baron Bertalac. I was sent in disguise to Camelot to test the truth of the renown that is spread of the table round. A wise woman with bare feet, both young and old, both fair and foul, with fey skills and fairy arts granted me this transformation. Who? And why? I cannot say, for charms hold my tongue. But as to why, she did say that perhaps the fright of my head rolling across the ground would <laughs> terrify the young queen enough to miscarry, for she is with child. Now, get you home, Gawain. You're a finer knight than you know. It is so good to have you back, nephew, and to see you for the first time in a long while without gloom in your eyes. Thank you for the feast, but I really don't deserve it. Dearest Gwen, you did well. You have been loyal to your king and to your conscience. 
Henceforward the green girdle is a badge of honor, for you have been brave and steadfast. You lived pure and spoke true. Your family here will not be less generous than your enemy. Tonight, let all knights here wear their own sash in honor of this fellowship. I call a toast for the champions of the green girdle. This is Kathy Vargas. The poem Gwen and the Green Knight is one of a small number of surviving works written in Middle English, which faded from use by the late 15th century and sounded something like this. For wonder of his hue men hada, set in his semblant sana, he fared as freca were fada as ural anca grana. Written by Morgan Z. Soul, produced by Lindsay Smith, featuring Joe Newbery as Gawain and Rich Matheson as the Green Knight. Mal DeWitt was Kerry Ramsayer, Brian Dembrovsky as Howell, Andrew Stubblefield as Boswell, Guinevere was Cathy Vargas, and the lady was Diane Botardo. Your narrator was Nicola Branch. The table round insignia designed by Landon Bell. I promise. The chill of the tundra filled his lungs. You promise? Mekra asked. Have I ever broken my word to you? The great Labasu had appeared. The beast turned eastward, brusquely crushing all in its path. Yes, said Pekra. It was a promise when you held my hand. It was a promise when you took me fishing. Kriya shouted. The storm renewed. Hear the thunder, Dume. Soon you will drink deeply of your own blood. I wonder if you will find the taste to your liking. It was a promise when we explored the forest together. It was a promise when you took care of me when I was sick. The forlorn came at Matilan slowly. Only their hollowed eyes conveyed their hopes of vengeance. I am the unborn king, and my master is death. All the same promise. What promise? A promise you would not die. This is Fire on the Mound podcast novel. Written by William J. Meyer. Read by Steve Rudolph. Music by William Seegers. The fire does not come from the mind. Learn more at fireonthemound.com. All better audio. We're not just good. We're all better. Attention! This is a production from the 4077.
making audio sound all better. better. But that is all. That is all. In a world where steam-driven men walk about the cityscape of high-rise buildings, and jet-propelled zeppelins fly wildly across the skies, there lies a tiny city port on the black waters. The coin! It's glowing! It's glowing! I can see through you! Of course you can. I am a spirit, and you hold in your hand a spirit coin. I am forever attached to that coin. I'm not just a ghost. I am a spirit. What's the difference? A ghost just haunts people, objects, or buildings. Wherefore, I am a spirit that serves enough justice, and my soul is content to lie peacefully. Serve justice? You mean like, get even? Write things that are wrong, young Robert. You can help me with my mission. Become a crusader. And now, Mutual of Ohm, providing spiritual insurance for your past, your present, and your future since 500 BC, proudly presents Wrinkley's Believe It or Forget About It bringing you strange but true tales and oddities from all over this wide world. And here is your host, Mr. Robert Wrinkley. Hello, I'm Robert Wrinkley. Next, do you believe in ghosts? Most people don't, but they change their minds quickly if they spent a night in the Haunted Hotel. That's the famous nickname of the Waldorf Storager Hotel located in the historic city of Sandusky, Ohio. Built in 1890 on the site of a street battle between local candy makers, union rabble rousers, and city police, the hotel has long been touted as haunted by the ghosts of the men killed there that fateful day. Guests who stay in room 305, for example, often complain about being awakened in the wee small hours by the sound of someone noisily chewing taffy. Across the hall in room 302, guests have reported that their sleep was disturbed by the incessant popping of bubblegum. And diners in the hotel restaurant have had entire tables upset by the unseen spirits of union agitators, climbing up to give long-winded speeches. The hotel is still open for business and does a booming trade during the month of October. Believe it or forget about it. You've been listening to a special feature of Pulp Puri Theater, Wrinkley's Believe It or Forget About It, brought to you by Mutual of Ohm, providing spiritual insurance for your past, your present, and your future since 500 B.C. This is Gramercy Noun speaking. We return you now to our regularly scheduled program. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.